What's going on, Miami? How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and talk to the people of Miami. Thank you all for joining me. All right, what's going on, Miami? Happy Sunday. We are now starting, uh, we're about to start a whole nother week in the city. Uh, At least we got good weather. I hope your Easter was good. Hope your hangover was cured quickly. Okay, if you haven't seen last night's podcast episode, we touch on the reincarnation of us recovering from a hangover. And today, as a new week is in the horizon for us all, I'd like to talk to you guys about what are we going to do about the current situation of Miami. Now, I don't want to sound vague, but today's topic is going to be about what are the most underrated topics in the city of Miami. Let's get this podcast started. In case you guys are brand new, my name is Manny Garavito, and this podcast is dedicated to the people of Miami. Tonight's comedy show will be over at the Tipsy Flamingo, 8 o'clock. If you guys are looking for cocktails, if you guys are looking to socialize, and if you guys want some live entertainment, Make sure you guys join us by visiting MiamiComedy.com and getting your reservations in. With that, with that being said, I'm about to start a whole new way to podcast. Now, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but it's something to look forward to. It's something that I've been planning on for a couple of months now, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be risky to get into this venture on what the Miami Comedy Podcast is capable of becoming. And so... One of the things that I'm trying to figure out before I do this venture is what is it that Miami is missing in terms of entertainment? And another thing that I've been contemplating about the city of Miami for many years is there's a lot of topics and there's a lot of comedy that isn't really cultivated in the city. I'll give you, I'll give you guys a hint, or rather I'll give you guys an unknown fact about the history of Miami comedy. I believe before the pandemic... The comedy in Miami was very lackluster, not just in terms of stand-up comedy, but in terms of the idea of comedy. And I always thought that Miami can go past talking about uh, croquetas, café, and, and Cuban culture. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it seems as if it was done already and we're just staying within this realm that is comedy in Miami. And then during the pandemic, I went live and I started touching on this notion that comedy can be so much more in this city rather than just a couple of topics. And then lo and behold, the meme culture in Miami changed drastically. Am am I saying I deserve the credit for that? Not really, but I did talk about it and it did change. And because of that, I feel there's more examples of that being a possibility, not only in comedy, but in a lot of other things like art, and expression and conversations what are some of the topics that you guys feel are underrated in this city it could be just about anything what are some of the things we don't talk about in this city that can be touched on what are we missing is it things like can we talk about what life is like living in an expensive party city that a lot of people want to be a part of Uh, can we talk about relationships and intimacy in the city that is full of people that have options and that are F boys and, and girls that take advantage of men monetarily. Like, can we talk about these things or is this hush hush? Let me know now, Miami. Do you want to talk about this stuff or is this something that we shouldn't be talking about? It is what it is. We can't talk about that. Just let it be. 
I feel that there's a lot of situations in this city that we can't touch on because we've accepted it as a lifestyle. All right? So, with that being said, what are some other things that we can talk about in this city? First of all, let me go to the chat and say what's up to everybody. Clarky, Lorsi, Rivera, Adri, Gecko, Jay, Jay Velasco, CC Exclusive. Um, what's up over to the people at TikTok? Yo, I love TikTok, man. People are just showing up. Thank you for the likes, everybody. I appreciate it. All right, cool, man. This is great. It's great to see the live stream actually going out and being uh, useful for some people out there. I want to thank everybody on TikTok for being so supportive. All right. Can we talk about intellectualism? Is that allowed? Now, as a person that finds himself as an intellectual, not to brag, I enjoy things like books. Yeah, there I said it. I said it. I'm sorry, Miami. I'm sorry. I've been an introvert since September, and some of the ways that I pass the time is going into my library of books that I've been buying off Amazon. I bought so many books on Amazon, you would think I was making an investment. (laughs) There's just a bunch of books, and I'd say like 60% of them I haven't read. There's like a whole bookshelf of books that I got to finish. So... I like stuff like that. But then when I get into a conversation with somebody about the stuff that I've read, they're just like, oh, I don't know about this topic. You're kind of like boring me. And I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe I should join a book club. But then I join a book club and then they start talking about something that I don't care about. So when it comes to intellectualism in the city of Miami, is that a topic? Are we interested in that stuff? Or... Would we rather be interested in things like drama? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, a good soap opera can be a little enticing to watch, right? I mean, the, the, the Kardashians are coming back over to Hulu, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason why a new sex tape dropped on Hulu right on time. Well, not on Hulu, rather on Roblox, because it's right on time for the Kardashians to uh, reboot their show on another channel. But is that what Miami wants? Should I focus on that? Because I can. I can, I can be a part of this. I can join in on the conversation. I can bring in people and talk about these topics that are mundane in the city. Oh, tell me about your ex-boyfriend and how he exploited you. And they just make an entire episode about that. And people are just tuning in like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that to you. Bam! We got ratings, baby. We got nothing but gossip and drama on the Miami Comedy Podcast. We did it. I cracked the code. Is that what we need? Is that what we need? I'll do it. I will sell out. I've been telling people, I've been telling my followers this for many years since I've started this podcast. I cannot wait to sell out. You guys saw me as one way. Wait until you see me the next year. Somebody completely different. Hey, back in the day, man, he talked about real issues. Now he's just talking about uh, Tinder matches and, and who, who said what. you damn right I did. I'm going to be taking photo, photos with reggaeton artists. I'm going to be promoting nightclubs. Hey, this show is sponsored by... Uh, Story over at Miami Beach. So now we got DJ Selman so spinning there. Manny, what happened? What did you do? I sold out because I know Miami culture. (laughs) I understand that this is what it takes to get to the next level. And God damn it, I will take it. All right, so I'll give you guys a hint on what I'm thinking about. This podcast has been solo for a while now. I believe I started this podcast uh, live streaming. I started it in 2020, but before that, I also started recording what it's like to be a comedian in the city of Miami. I spliced in a couple of clips of people performing in my rooms. I've done mostly solo work on the podcast. Now, if I were to be more social 
on the podcast and have guests, what do you guys want to talk about? What are the topics that are important? So we talked about relationships. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about the economy of Miami? Should we talk to politicians on the podcast? Should we talk about... I don't know, should we bring in somebody that just moved to Miami and roast them or her for bringing up the housing rates? I believe there's when you bring comedy into the game of podcasting, it, it just becomes so multidimensional. You can talk to a lot of things. I'm sorry, not multidimensional. That's too strong of a word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miami. I'm sorry I'm this way. <laughs> you have a lot of options when it comes to talking about things. How's that? Is that better? Okay, options. I get that one. There you go. All right. Yeah. I got. I, I feel like I got a like a, a, a another Manny here just critiquing me about being more, uh, um, I guess looser with my approach to this topic. Manny, focus. Okay. All right. Relationships, economy, finance. Can we talk about finance? Should we bring in a bottle service girl and be like, how much money do people spend at a nightclub on bottles on average? How many bottles do you sell on a Wednesday? Two bottles? And how many bottles do you sell on a Friday? 15 bottles. Hmm. And then we just start doing math. Well, if you bring in the average of bottles sold per capita. (laughs) Shut up, Manny. We just want to see who's spending what. What kind of celebrities are showing up? What kind of parties are are, are happening this weekend? So the Miami Comedy Podcast, I'm thinking about doing a particular kind of venture where it'll be a little more uh, inclusive rather than exclusive. See, the podcast, the, the idea when I started in 2020 was to talk about my life in the city of Miami as a comedian or somebody that started the Miami comedy scene. And through that, some funny, t- you know, some funny things that go off the top of my mind and I come up with content and I share with the people and I create memes and it's been working. I like it. It's going pretty good. But the question is, uh, can it be more? Am I, am I preventing myself from doing more by not bringing other people? I'm sure other people have amazing stories. I'm sure whatever stories that they can share on the podcast can be pretty impressive to share you know, it, it, could, it could probably be something where m- more than just me is involved in terms of the comedy scene, maybe getting some other comedians on there, maybe talking about some of the venues. Maybe I can get some venue owners to join in on the podcast and talk about it. So with that being said, there, there's a risky thing that I've got to do in order to take the podcast to that level. And that includes, you know, getting another studio and buying all the equipment for it and kind of getting people into the community that is the podcast, meaning, again, make the podcast more inclusive. The reason why this podcast, I felt, has been somewhat successful in the long term was because, creatively speaking, I'm able to write every day. Like, I just flip on the camera and I talk to you guys directly and I just write and the reason why I'm able to say, you know, laugh every day in Miami is because this, this podcast has been a creative process for me as an individual comedian. I, I talk about anything and everything as a comedian in Miami, so I call it the Miami Comedy Podcast. And then I tell you about where you can find the comedy shows in Miami, right? And because of the ability to do this, 
I can come up with snippets. I can come up with memes. I can come up with, you know, stuff like that where uh, it never runs out because I include the community over on the live stream and I include my life and I include the shows that I work with. But is that enough? I don't think so. I think we could do more. So, you know, over here on the chat, Faye knows where it says start interviewing other comedians. Absolutely. And I wanted to. So get this, Faye. I wanted to interview more comedians on the podcast to give more meaning to the Miami Comedy Podcast portion of the title. But the thing is, a lot of comedians aren't really savvy with the virtual life. You know, I would interview people that are in the comedy scene in Miami, but, like, their connection would be bad as they're talking to me. They're like, and can't you hear me? And I'm like, this is like pulling teeth, man. I can't do an interview like this. Maybe their microphone doesn't work well. You can hear the fan spinning on top of them. There's a lot of factors involved when you try to do something virtual. So not everybody has a studio like this. So then it allows me to stream and do it on my own without having to depend on someone else to do the podcast with. And that's one of the most important things that I have to consider when it comes to building a studio. I can do it by myself. Like I built it. I go live. I talk to you guys, whoever can tune in. I record it. I put it up on the podcast and I'm good, right? I don't have to depend on anyone else. The more independent you are when it comes to a venture, the more likely it's going to get done because you don't have to wait on other people to get it done. And that's another risk for being a more inclusive podcast. If I got to wait for other people to do a show, will there even be a show? <laughs> if people start showing up on Miami time, can I release the episode on time for you guys? You see what I mean? The reason I'm able to go live every day-ish and do this and write and create memes for you and snippets for you and do all that is because I don't have to rely on anyone. It doesn't matter how many people are on the stream. It doesn't matter who's sit here next to me watching or doing an episode with me. All I got to do is flip a switch and I can go. And that's why I'm able to create this podcast and create the shows. And because I don't have to do, I don't have to wait, but it's not inclusive enough. I'm not bringing in enough stories for people to include into the episodes. I'm not making it more network or network capable or community able. If those are words, communable, community worth, community like. Oh, now the intellectual's not kicking in, Manny. Is that it? Here's the thing, guys. When it comes to my uh, sense of intellect, it's very biased. I can also be an idiot at the same time. No one's perfect. But I do enjoy watching a good documentary. And then in turn, I call myself an intellectual. <laughs> I'm an intellectual because I got a subscription on PBS. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your curiosity subscription? You got one? I got one. I pay $2.99 a month. For curiosity.com to stream on my devices. <laughs> that makes me an intellectual. <laughs> now, I want you guys to know when I use that word, I use it very loosely. And I use it somewhat comedically. I don't know. I just got to come up with material. And in order for me to come up with material, I got to step outside of myself and see what it's like elsewhere. And you know what? To finalize this podcast, that is a great example as to why I got to be more inclusive with these episodes. Because my curiosity can then be piqued by someone else's story rather than what I did that day. Hey, guys, you know what? Today I had a Cuban sandwich, and I looked an old lady in the eye while I was eating it. And then I got a riff on that for 30 minutes. How about you listen to someone else's story? <laughs> oh, man. All right. What's up, Asia Sherry? Welcome. Just a traveling mermaid. What's going on? Dro, the Carly Nikki. 
Uh, Kais, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about underrated Miami topics. So let's continue, shall we? What else are underrated po- uh, podcast um, topics that we can talk about in this city? I think the more we include, the better the episodes will be. But I also believe that there's certain things that can be touched on repeatedly because it's not really discovered enough or touched on enough. I think things like finance. I think if we do finance in a funny way, it can be very entertaining and educating at the same time. Like, I want to get somebody that, like, I want to, yeah, I want to interview, like, a bottle service girl. And I want to ask what kind of a lifestyle it takes to order a bottle or what kind of people order these bottles or if anyone has ever complained about not affording a bottle or maybe interview somebody that lost a lot of money clubbing one night in Miami. That's interesting. See, little topics like that can really reveal what finance is like in Miami. Excuse me. Oh, man. That's good. For those that uh, can't watch the video. I got to lubricate my throat. As sexual as it sounds, I don't mean it to be, but it's very important for the podcast because as I continue to talk, my vocal cords do dry out. All right, let's continue. So finances, we don't necessarily have to go in depth. I don't got to bring in an accountant or an economist to start showing us charts, although, you know, that could be one episode every once in a while. I want to go into the, the, the trenches of Miami and really discover, and what's, what's great about a a comedy podcast is you can talk about stuff and be completely wrong about what you're discussing. And then at the end of the day, you could just say, this is a comedy show, guys. Uh, excuse me. What you guys were talking about is completely wrong and untrue. Uh, excuse me. This is a comedy show. So we, we're shielded. And that's what's great about podcasting when it comes to comedy. You talk about whatever you want. And then at the end of the day, if you're wrong, you're just like, just kidding. What up? What's going on? I will. Tomorrow, what's up, Gemini, Slide, J-Man, Katsamu. All right, man, we got some people tuning in. This is cool. So, guys, to, uh, you know, as you tune in, make sure you guys share. What are some of the things you guys want to talk about on, this, on, on podcasting overall? Uh, what kind of people should we interview? Should we interview somebody that uh, had to move, has to move from Miami because of the housing rates? Should we talk about some, what it's like to be a serial dater in the city of Miami, what it's like to be on dating apps? What it's like to be a bouncer. That's an interesting one. I was thinking about that one, too. Because one, one of the viral things that I came up with in podcasting was talking about how bouncers kind of make you a cuck a little bit as they make you wait in line to hug and kiss your girl or the date you're with. Um, venue owners can come by the podcast, and we can talk about what it's like to run a venue and what it's like to have a liquor license and all those little intricate details you know, deep in the trenches of Miami and make it funny. As your host, I can make sure that the conversation is directed in a way that is also entertaining or at least not too serious. All right. Okay. There you go, everybody. Thank you. And and thank you so much for everybody tuning in. All right. We got some good watchers today. I really appreciate it. Send me an email. Write to me on Twitter. Give me some ideas on how to make this comedy show more, this comedy podcast, more inclusive. Excuse me more inclusive to tell other people's stories in an entertaining way, in a way that hasn't really been done before. And to find a good balance of these topics that can be spoken to that are underrated in Miami. I think there's a lot of things. What else can be said about Miami that's not really talked about? Yeah, I think 
I think I, I think I covered some of my favorites. So it's dating, finance, nightlife, partying. Um, what's it like being, what's it like being a good person in my? <laughs> hey, so you're a do-gooder, right? How many times do you go to church a week? Two times a week? Oh, wow. And you're only 32 years old? What made you live a life like this? Well, my mother is very Latina. What's it like growing up in a religious Latina family? In a religious Latino family? What are the values? What do you look for in a man before you decide to marry them? Oh, yeah, those are good. I like that. That's fun. Christina Amazon says, what's your Twitter handle? Thank you for asking. So it's at Miami Comedy Com, C-O-M, at Miami Comedy Com. Uh, write to me there. Do give me some ideas on what else we can talk about. Uh, let's see. I will, have, I will have an occasional guest host. I've been speaking to somebody that's a guest host in the, uh, in the comedy scene. And this particular person has a very uh, larger-than-lifestyle uh, kind of persona. And because of... Uh, because of this guy's lifestyle, he can also help direct the podcast to be a little more, um, I would say, lit. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. This guy likes to stay lit, and he's a really good friend of mine. Me and him, we get along. And what, well, the reason why we get along so well is because this particular comedian, which I won't reveal his name yet, but if you know who he is when I say the word lit, you can already guess. Uh, if you already know, for whatever. Um, this particular person, the reason why we get along is because he lives a whole different lifestyle than I do. And, but we've been friends since like 2016, since I met him at an open mic. And he is, he's kind of like a larger than life kind of person. And the people that he's connected to are very funny. And they can bring the podcast to a whole different level just based on his network and the people he can bring in. And I will definitely look like an outsider according to this network. So I'm just going to be in the back making sure that everything is being done correctly. <laughs> kind of keeping the show in the rails and being professional about the whole thing. I, can't, I just can't wait to reveal it to you guys. I hope you guys really uh, enjoy what I've got in store for the future of this podcast. And another thing that will be interesting about when you go to the history of this podcast is you're going to be seeing me being the writer or the podcast host solo style, right? When you go down the archives of the show, you're going to see like Miami comedy going through phases and Miami comedy podcast has gone through phases. I say, I say it's gone through like six phases and you can see the, the studio being built little by little through these phases. And then now the next level is on the horizon. It's about to be the next big thing, uh, according to my timeline with this podcast. And, um, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I feel like this isn't going to happen anytime soon as well. Like, I don't want you guys to think when you tune into the next episode, like, bam, it's all there. But I figured I'd go live on today's episode and talk to you about some of the things that are on my mind to share with you about um, what I feel about the, the culture or the climate that is in the city of Miami. Another thing I can talk about is, it, is that Miami is changing very quickly. And I, I'm pretty sure if you're a local, you've felt this too. Uh, the, the news headlines, the, the influencers, the people that are moving here, the kinds of entertainments that are being brought here, it's kind of breaking the mold of the identity that Miami used to have. And you can feel it. I know you can because it's happening so fast. Sometimes you even go like on local newspapers and you're like, these are now normal things that Miami wasn't before. And I, I kind of called it. 
I kind of called it. If you if you knew me before the pandemic, or dur- rather during the pandemic, I was talking about how Miami will eventually go through a change because it's so traditional. Miami's so Miami is lit. Don't get me wrong. Miami is an amazing place to live, and the people here are great, and the cultures are great. But at the same time, you also have to embrace the fact that it is very, very, almost too traditional in its way. It's like we've seen this for too long. It's time for something else. And now that we are one of the cities that a lot of people have their eye on after the pandemic, it allows us to then mold ourselves by including different cultures or having new business people come in and start new ventures and you know, MiamiComedy.com, I'm fortunate enough to say, has contributed to the changes of the Miami meme culture and the Miami... Uh, I'm Look, I don't want to blow my own horn here. I don't want you guys to think that I'm just here, you know, do, being boastful. I'm very passionate about what, what Miami is and where it's going. I'm very passionate about what Miami can be. And I'm just one person. And I, you know, I, I like creating and I like comedy. I'm not the best. And that's fine. As a matter of fact, it makes my life easier if I'm not the best because if I'm not the best, that means I can do more because there's not a standard that I got to follow up on. I'm free. Like, I'm free to do whatever I want, and I've built this lifestyle. Uh, the Miami of today is, hey, I like that. All right, so over here on TikTok, uh, I can't say his name, but the, the Miami of today is the America of tomorrow. Very well said. I like that. Yeah, Miami and the freedom and the vice... And the capitalism involved, like there's so many factors involved in the, the lifestyle of Miami that you can see America slowly becoming. But there also has to be a balance. You got to be very careful. There's got to be a balance in order for this not to teeter over to something worse or uh, too indulgent, right? But I do believe the freedom has allowed us to understand ourselves better as a culture in the city. All right, so wait, let me get back to it. Let me get back to what I'm talking about. Hold on. What was I? I'm very passionate about Miami. I'm very passionate about what Miami can become. Very futuristic, and I like seeing trends, and I like following trends, and I like doing things different. Okay? And because of that, I can see that Miami is going to become something greater than what it currently is. If the floods, doesn't get, if the floods don't get to us, oh! But even, like I said before, even if the floods do get to us, we're only going to make it an Atlantis. Miami's going to have underwater nightclubs, and we're going to be rolling around. Instead of in scooters, we're going to be rolling around in, in, in jet skis. And, our, and we're going to have apartment yachts, maybe even submarines. You don't know. All right. Penthouses will no longer be on top. Penthouses will now be underwater after the floods. <laughs> the deeper you are. <laughs> hey, there's the joke right there. The deeper you are, the better the, the penthouse. Okay. It used to be a high rise. But now that Miami's underwater, if you want some real privacy while you're partying, you're going to have to get a submarine penthouse, right? Because when you're in a yacht, you're way too out in the open. People can go in with binoculars and see you doing your thing, right? They can see you in the shadows banging the model that you hired to be on the boat with you. But when you're in a submarine, you're doing your thing and it's completely private. And it can be an investment. You know why? Because you could find a brick floating by when you've got the submarine. Oh, look, there's a brick. Now I can, get, I can get a payment done on this sub. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's go back. Miami's going to be something great. And I feel like uh, as a contributor to it with MiamiComedy.com and the way that Miami has changed and the way that we now have comedy in this city, um, I feel like I can do more. So this podcast is dedicated to the possibility. This is kind of my way of contemplating. 
publicly in front of you guys so that you guys can see what I have in mind. All right? I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm actually surprised you guys stayed this long while I try to figure out what I'm going to do next. All right, I went out for a run, and I had all these ideas at once, and I'm like, I got to do it. I got to take it to the next level, man. I got to take MiamiComedy.com to, the whole, to a whole new level. And I'm fortunate enough to say that I'm able to. I can. Um, I lived a, I'm living a pretty good life. I've lived it great up until this point. And now that I'm going to take this risk, I think it's time. I think it's time to start making moves. I'm making moves already, but more. A little bit bigger, right? A little bit bigger. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. That is it for today. If you guys want to see a live comedy show this evening, go on over to the Tipsy Flamingo in downtown Miami. Showtime is at 8 o'clock. We got a great host by the name of Chris Renoir, as well as some local comedians to perform a variety show. If you guys want to laugh, this is where it's at. We socialize. We got lovely ladies there. We got out-of-towners there. We got locals there. You name it. We got delicious cocktails. The remaining shows after that are for the week are Mondays. We are at Thank You Miami, and we are at Red Bar. We have two shows tomorrow night. Tuesday, we are over at Dom's and Brickle. Wednesday, nothing yet. I probably get a Wednesday show somewhere in May or June. Thursdays, we are at the One on Sunset, which is a brand-new restaurant that opens where the Swenson's was. Very intimate. If you guys are hungry, that's a good spot. Also, we're bringing in some of the UM students across the street to rock with us. Uh, they got craft beers there. Fridays, we are back at Thank You Miami. Saturdays, we are back at the one on Sunset. And then Sundays, again, tonight, Tipsy Flamingo. If you guys want to see our future shows or if you want to join us tonight, visit MiamiComedy.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as you can slowly see it change for the better as I figure ways to make it more inclusive. And by doing that, you visit MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube to subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right. That is it, everybody. I will see you guys tomorrow for another episode. Have a great Sunday. Bye, y'all.